everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what makes them excited and sometimes we talk about unexplainable supernatural occurrences. This week's episode is starring hero Chris Smalls. The episode is pretty short because I was super starstruck and couldn't get a grip. If you've ever had the sneaking suspicion that Amazon is not an altruistic company and is instead a globally dominant evil empire that is destroying the earth and treating its employees like subhumans, you are absolutely right. I think most people don't realize where their rights come from or think about who fought in the revolution to get them the rights that seem impossible to live without. Chris Smalls is one of these revolutionary warriors. He started the Congress of Essential Workers and he's been fighting for workers' rights since March of last year. When COVID hit Amazon's warehouse, Chris knew as a manager he was putting people's lives at risk by letting them go to work, so he walked out. He took a stand and has been fighting for workers' rights ever since. Here we talk about choosing what's right, even if it's you versus a multi-billion dollar globally dominant evil empire. Please welcome to your head and hearts, Chris Smalls. Hi. Hello. Thank you. you <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Um, Thank you for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no, I know you've been uh, outside all day talking to people, and uh, I just really appreciate you taking time to talk to me. Um, for a million reasons, but, uh, so this is a hero podcast. Um, we talk to heroes about stuff that excites them and, uh, keeps them motivated. Um, but your situation I think is not to be mean to the other heroes, but I think this is just so fucking heroic. Um, and I just really, uh, I know you've told your story thousands of times at this point, but, um, I just think that people don't really realize uh, where their rights come from. And um, in the music industry, we don't get paid, um, but we live next to Hollywood, which has unions and guilds and all this stuff, and they get paid. Um, and I just, as much as it might seem disconnected, I just can see what you're doing as being so heroic and so cool and at the forefront of these rights that people just expect. Um, and I saw your, I saw the story. I saw it when that happened. I saw you, uh, back in March or whatever that was. And I was like, my first thought was like, Oh, that dude has cool style. Um, <laughs> but you know, I just didn't really know, um, at all, anything about Amazon, um, or the, workers or any of it so um again for the so many a time can you just like uh talk about your your story and uh how you just decided to become a hero when you could have like put your head in the sand um, yeah 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 absolutely um i'll take you back to the beginning last year um when the virus was transitioning from the west to the east well, migrating, so to speak, not even transitioning, but migrating over to the East Coast. I was at work worrying about how we're going to be protected beforehand. And this was late February, early March. And um, I went to my local HR at, at Amazon and, um, you know, I was uh, trying to go through the proper channels at first. I was trying to get some answers saying, hey, look, this this is coming. What are we going to do? How are we going to protect ourselves? And in response, you know, the HR was like, you know, if you don't feel safe, you can stay home with no pay. 
And I'm like, well, okay, that's cool. But like, you know, that doesn't pay bills. So I'm like, uh, I used up all my time. I used up all my vacation time. I used up all my paid time. I have nothing else to do but to come to work. So it wasn't really a good option, obviously. And that's for me and the other 5,000 employees that report to that building. So um, that's when I started to send out emails behind the scene, trying to get some attention drawn. Obviously, didn't get anywhere because New York was the epic center at that time. And I had to go back to work mid-March. And now colleagues... Employees in my department were physically sick. Every day it was somebody new with a different uh, flu-like symptom, dizziness, fatigue. Some were even vomiting. Some were just couldn't finish their 10-hour shift anymore. So I knew it was already in that building. And that's when um, uh, on, on March 24th, that's when I came in contact with my colleague who happened to get the test. And you couldn't even get a test if you were healthy. So the fact that she gotten one and came back to work, uh, I knew that she probably was going to test positive, which she did days later. But had I not sent her home, she would have been around um, hundreds of employees for 10, out, 10 more hours for a number of days in a row. So anyway, two hours after that um, interaction with her, um, I sent her home. She went home because she just looked terrible. And um, we had a meeting that day. And the meeting, management told me, my bosses and higher-ups told me, uh, told us, the supervisors, not to um, tell anybody that somebody had already tested positive two weeks prior. So they knew about a case and wasn't telling us. And they told us not to tell anybody else because they didn't want to cause a panic. So that was my last time working with a company right there. Um, There's no way I was going to allow myself to just be complacent about that, knowing this information. So um, that's when I started to recycle those emails. And I came back to the building not to work, but I told my supervisor, I'm going to be off the clock this week. And um, I sat in the cafeteria for 10 hours a day telling the employees the truth that they've been exposed already and we need to close this building down. So at first, that's what we were originally trying to do. We uh, marched into the general manager's office every day, sat in the cafeteria every day. And at the end of the week, they decided to quarantine just me and nobody else. Um, nobody that came in the office with me, nobody in the office that was higher up, not even the person I ride to work with. So that told me right there that they were just trying to stop me from uh, telling the truth. Yeah. And then, you know, I obviously broke that quarantine to continue with the protest on March 30th. And then two hours later, that's when I was terminated. And then a week after that, that's when Jeff Bezos and his top general counsel, David Sapolsky, and his VPs, they had a meeting pretty much to have a smear campaign on me, calling me not smart or articulate, and to ironically make me the face of the whole unionizing efforts against Amazon. So they felt like that would be a better way to address the media than to answer questions about health and safety. And Jeff Bezos was the richest man in the world signed off on that. So after that came out, um, that's what really motivated me to um, to really fight back and make them eat their words. Yeah. And that found, you know, the Congress of Essential Workers. Yeah. Ever since then, we've been 
you know, traveling the country, protesting at every one of his mansions. I know you joined us when we went to Beverly Hills. So yeah, well, it's amazing. I mean, it really. I I've like read that you just said that you love being out with people, and that's your favorite part is just like yeah. getting on the street and talking to people. And I can relate. Like it, that energy of just like performing or just getting the word out is like nothing else but um yeah walking with you in the street i mean it's it's like so powerful and then to go to like this house you can't even see with like 30 foot gates and all this stuff and it's like i just felt like at the beginning of this all it was an opportunity for them to kind of choose how to how to show other companies how to be good about labor like it was an opportunity and it just seems like you know it just became it's it's just such a monster and it's so cool that you are fighting against it because it's it's literally yeah it's literally like uh you know it's it's literally the most evil thing in the world versus like you who's like so nice and um <laughs> you know and just like you're i'm nice not, when i want to be <laughs> yeah i mean you're just but you're not trying to do anything except get what's fair and it's just like they have all the money in the world they don't need it like nobody needs it and um and it just seems like it got worse and yeah i didn't i don't know that much about Amazon. They did listen to us in the very beginning they could have avoided a whole lot of bad PR. Yeah. But in, in, instead, you know, capitalism, that's just how it works. You know, they don't care about anybody else. They they got to exploit people. They got to retaliate. And they got to use their power and money um, to try to crush people. That's that's what they do. They, they want to crush everybody and benefit off of the working class. And, and now, you know, the tables have turned a little okay. bit. You know, we don't we, we're not there yet. But uh, the tables has turned as far as, um, like you mentioned, the people being aware now. A lot more people are aware of what's been going on with these companies. Well, I think it needed a face. Like, and and you, I think you know, it's like if something's going to be the evil guy, there's got to be a good guy, and that's you. And it's like I just think that you're you've done so much in a year, but like with your podcast and just getting out there, it's like it's building up, and it's like. It sucks that it couldn't just come tumbling down in a year, but it seems like it, you know, makes sense that it might take more time than that. But you're doing such a like so much work. You're working every day and it's it's amazing. And I think a lot of people do know, you know, um, about this and about you and, you know, um, but I guess one question, if you don't mind me asking, is like, I don't really understand what it means that Jeff Bezos, like, stood down or what i don't really understand what all that means is oh oh yeah yeah he he, um he resigned as ceo so he he's no longer the ceo of amazon he is on the executive board okay does that mean anything yeah it means that nothing's going to change (laughs) okay basically Uh, it means that instead of uh, us pointing a finger at at him he wants us to point the finger at the new guy andy jossi Okay. And, um, it's, it's probably worth some legal advice to be honest with you because of all the lawsuits that's coming out mine's included mine specifically i'm pretty so, sure the lawyers probably advise them that it'd be best to step down from a pr perspective because jeff bezos obviously um is a talk of the talk of the country when it comes to billionaires not paying taxes and right. um, his attachment to amazon 
it's, it's pretty much causing a frenzy with the investors and shareholders. Oh. So it's okay. all about saving face and making sure that Amazon is this model employee employer. Yeah. And, um, there's nothing attached negative to it. So yeah. they put him in a position where he can still make decisions, oh. but he won't be the CEO. Okay. So nothing, nothing changed. Okay. So, but, and your um, case is against him or is it against Amazon? It's against Amazon, but uh, it, it is aimed towards him in a sense because obviously he was the CEO at the time of the pandemic. Yeah. And was the CEO when we filed. And um, he can't escape it. You know, if, there, if, there, if it goes to trial and it reaches the highest plateau, he will be the one that they have to, um, you know, hold for deposition or yeah. hold trial. Yeah. So. Um, so now, um, I know this might not come out before May, but so what are you guys doing on May 1st? Is it May 1st? Yeah, so May 1st, we're planning on, um, once again, it's International Workers Day, and uh, we, we want to show our solidarity with essential workers. So we're going to take the streets of New York City, uh, meeting up at Union Square at 2 p.m., and we're going to march to Jeff Bezos' $80 million penthouse. It's crazy. Well, um, I mean, I just, it's, I just don't think, yeah, any, I mean, that's just so much money. It doesn't make any sense why I, I don't understand it. I know you've been like in it for a year, but, um, I guess, can you kind of explain, um, like you said in something else I read, like, how come you started working at Amazon, um, and how it kind of seemed cool. Um, can you explain that? Yeah. I mean, I started at Amazon in 2015. I came from uh, a graveyard ship overnight physical job. And I was uh, one of the youngest employees there. And it was unionized, actually, by the way. But the union um, wasn't good for me, at least. I mean, I read the contract that these workers signed. It was like a 10 year contract. And it was like no raises, no incentives. And I was like, who the hell would have signed this contract? I wasn't yeah. employed when that contract was signed, but I actually got a copy of it and I read it. I'm like, this is like, this is breadcrumbs and we're slaving at in the middle of the night and we're being called all types of, all the management was white and they were just disrespecting people, black and brown people every single week, firing. Um, if you didn't make the union, you got fired right away. And people were quitting like every other day. And I was like, I couldn't understand it. Like why? Yeah. And, until I had a situation where um, I got into an argument. Well, I didn't even do anything really. I I tried to put my time in to take some time off and the supervisor out of nowhere just exploded on me. Like they called me all types of names. But little do he know I had um, at the time I had my cell phone on record and I had the whole conversation because I was warned about him from other coworkers saying that this guy calls people this and that. Yeah. And he did it to me for no reason. And I recorded it. I presented it to the union. I went to the whole arbitration thing and they gave him a slap on the wrist. And I said, hell no, he should be fired. This man has a record for years disrespecting workers, calling them racial slurs, N-words, all types of stuff. Y'all gonna say y'all coached him? Yeah, and what they try to do is say they coached them, and you know they try to give me some type of 
immunity where basically it won't touch me for a couple of months. And I, I just, I didn't think that was right. Yeah. So when Amazon was building their brand new building in Carteret, New Jersey, um, it's funny, my mom kind of brought my attention to it and she applied for me and I actually got hired and I was like, you know what, I'll give it a try. I wanted to get off the night shift and they were offering me days. So yeah. It was a yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, your mom, like, she seems super supportive. Do you yeah, feel yeah. like this, like, um, I mean, it, you are a defender of the worker. Like, did you know that this was going to happen, that you were going to be, like, leading a revolution? <laughs> did you <laughs> see this though. coming? <laughs> no, no way. Um, <laughs> if you would asked me this a year and a half ago, I would have looked at you like you're crazy. So I was like, <laughs> well, of course not. Um, it's funny because Amazon prepared me for it though. For four years, I was a leader there. I was a supervisor there. So, oh wow, four years. They, I was uh, you know, in charge of a lot of people, thousands of people. Wow, I opened up three buildings for them. Oh, so they don't even realize how valuable I was to the Northeast region yeah. of their own company because I, once again, I opened up New Jersey, Connecticut, and New York, oh, and that wow. is the tri-state area. Yeah. So imagine how many people I trained and met and it's thousands. Yeah. And their supervisors, I trained a, a number of them that are now general managers of buildings. So the experience that I have, the leadership that I have, I, Amazon prepared me for right. this, so to speak, when it comes to activism. It's the same thing. The only difference is I'm on a different team. Yeah, no, that's so that's so cool. I didn't know that piece, just that yeah, they trained you. Uh, or not, or you got trained. You trained yourself, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. that's so cool. So even that's amazing. So you're like a born leader because not everybody would like rise up, you know, and become a supervisor and stuff. And uh, that's really cool. I think that's really cool. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you taught yourself a lot. Um, nope. And so, yeah, yeah how? So when did you start your podcast? I've been listening. I love it so much. It's or I've been watching it. I love it. It's super cool. Yeah, I think we started may have, may have been around the, the same time two months ago, two or okay. three months ago. We might be on almost three. Almost. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's super cool. It's just one more. Yeah, when so I saw your story, like I saw it as it was happening and we were I think we were like in the studio maybe and it was like we i never used amazon because we were never home we just didn't you know what i mean like i just didn't use it and then when i saw that they got whole foods i was like that's weird and then when it like came later i was like how did they know to get that before everyone has to order like from the market um but yeah luke was just talking about jeff bezos and then he met you and i was like is this real? Are you sure you like you're talking to him for real? Um, and that you know, it's like you were you, you've just done so much, like so much, and even my guy, yeah. I, I remember Luke first email <laughs> about what he wanted to do, and he was telling me, sorry, my puppies too, and everything. Uh, he was telling me that he, he wants to create a movie, so I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And, at first, I think his idea was um, he wanted to make Jeff Bezos like this evil robotic, like Dr. Evil character. And then I guess I'd be like the uh, the superhero of the movie that comes and like yeah. take over and destroy it and, and shut him down. Yeah. Um, 
So it was funny. I was like, I said, how about we just um, just shoot what's going on now? <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> I don't think the people are ready for that yet. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, I totally. definitely think there there should be some type of movie yeah. where it's like that similar, and and I'm hoping that uh, we'll do it uh, further down the line still. But yeah. I, I think real story. Uh, needs to be out there first. Yeah, totally. I mean, it is it is as extreme almost in a weird way, but it's just cool. I was like, you're for real talking to Chris Smalls? That's crazy. Like, you know, that's, that's why. <laughs> um, but is your puppy right there? Can I yeah, see the puppy? On, he's on. Oh, if you... <laughs> oh, so cute. <laughs> What's his name? Blanco. Blanco. He's so cute. Well, I just really appreciate you coming here and telling your story. Um, is there like what else what what else can we know? What else what can we do to help? And yeah, what can we do to help? So right now, yeah, we're we're unionizing um my former facility. Yay, that's a, a milestone for us after yeah. Alabama. So um, we formed an independent union called Amazon Labor Union. You can find it on um, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well. And um, we're self-funded. So the best thing people can do to support is um, uh, donate to our GoFundMe. That's up there on our Twitter page. I think I retweeted it on mine as well, at shut underscore down Amazon. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the best thing to do if you're out of state, if you're, if you're anywhere in the area, we need volunteers. Uh, so send them our way, any type of resources we could take. Um, like I said, we're go, we're, we're self funded and, um, whether it's my GoFundMe or, um, that GoFundMe, Amazon labor union, GoFundMe, that money is being used to organize. So you know, anybody in the audience listening, that'd be great. Okay, cool. Also, your prime. What's up? <laughs> cancel your prime while you're at cancel it. Cancel your prime. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, the, um, worker for worker stuff really resonates. I think that's awesome. And I didn't know about your experience before of, um, being uh, with the other union that has shitty terms. And I think that that's a really important piece is that, um, you're creating something that's so important, such an important model. Um, and I really appreciate it. And um, thank you so much for coming here. And please Absolutely. stay super safe and congrats on your new puppy. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'll be back. We'll stay in touch. Okay, cool. Take it easy. Absolutely. Take care. Bye. Bye.